Hello and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast. She Reads Truth creates beautiful, accessible Bible reading plans and resources to help you get into God's Word every day. Each week here on the podcast, we talk about what we're going to read together as a community this week. I'm your host, Rachel Myers. And I'm your other host, Amanda Bible Williams. We are together again. Together again. Rachel, I have missed you. I know. (laughs) My answer should have been, I've missed you too. But instead I said, I know. (laughs) But it's true. Because it's true, we have um, missed my buddy. I know we have just been tag teaming. We've this. had like s- scheduling uh, situations. We've had scheduling situations, <laughs> and we are finally back together, and it feels so good. And it's just the two of us it's today. It's the two of us, and it is week five of five. Five of five. So last week of our Romans series. And you and I haven't talked about Romans. I know. And for so the we're last like five closing weeks. out this series and going like, well, I listen to some of your episodes, you listen to my, like, and like just talking about them, but like we haven't gotten to like debrief. Right, right. That's what this episode can be a little bit. A little bit. And <laughs> because we both read Romans sure. before. Yeah. Um, With the community and um, that's true. outside of the yeah, community. She reads yeah, she Truth has read Romans. So here's what I want to know from you is... Was it different this time around? Was digging in? And I feel like I already know the answer because, yes, I mean, every time we revisit yeah. a book of the Bible in yeah. earnest and dig in, we learn different things. Totally. But what was that like for you with Romans? I, why am I always surprised, right? I like know. exactly what you said. Like, I think that one of my biggest things that is different for me this time around reading Romans. I'm curious if other people feel this way too. It's that like Abraham Kuyper quote, the like no matter, oh no, it's not Abraham Kuyper, it's Thomas Chalmers. But he says like, no matter your vision, it's too small. Mm. Well, like the version of that for Romans is like, no matter my understanding of the size of God, it is too small. Yeah, And so as I read the book of Romans this time, it was just like, oh my goodness, God is so much bigger than I realized. Yes. Yeah, he's just so, and and at the same time, I felt in a good way, like stick mm-hmm. with me, but like I felt so much smaller, um, mm. and and then like it was just a, like some really sweet, tender realizations of like I am so small, and this God who is so big yes. actually wants a relationship with me. Yeah, like smaller in like a safe way, in a safe way. Yeah, yeah, like I'm relieved to not be bigger, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I just yesterday articulated that similar thing, and I didn't connect it to Romans, Hmm. but I have been studying Romans, right? right? And so that is probably in large part where, you know, that being kind of like my fresh take, so to speak, it has to be from that. But just that I feel like the God that I know now, which understand— same God. Same God. Yes, he, sure. He has not changed. Mm-hmm. My view of him yeah. or, or scope of, of yeah. view of him, right, has changed, and my understanding has deepened. Pray, you know, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And still, so far to go. Right. <laughs> right? So much more to Like, know. if he's bigger to you today than he was yesterday, then let's give right. us some years, right? And the word that I used was, the God that I know now is... I use the word complex. I don't know if that's the right word. It might be more like um, maybe a better word would be just like richer mm. or or just bigger. You yeah. know, like he's more powerful. Mm-hmm. He's closer. Yeah. Realer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kinder. Mm-hmm. You know, and also just in a way more mysterious while at the same time feeling 
more knowable. I mean, it's yeah. very paradoxical. Like when I try to articulate it, it yeah. feels very paradoxical, but it's not. It's yeah. the, it is the one God. Yeah. I agree. The kindness of God in the mm-hmm. book of Romans has floored me. Which I told Alan part of this was that week, week three, mm-hmm. that I normally do not read Romans and think kindness. Yeah. I normally let like the heavier parts yeah. hit harder and louder to my ears. Yeah. Um, but this time around, it was like, oh, God's mercy mm-hmm. is greater than yeah. me and my effort. Like that's how I read like those passages that you and Jada wrestled with last right. last right. week. I read those with different eyes now, and I don't fully understand them. I won't pretend to. Sure, yeah. But the headline that I got from them and the thing that I wrote in my margin Mm -hmm. was, oh, God's mercy is bigger than and greater than my effort. Yeah. And that's yeah. A, and that's good news. I was laid low by his kindness in last week's reading. Just yeah. completely just I had to stop. Yeah. The other thing that I feel like is new to me in reading Romans this time, I think I don't know, like I, maybe I should have noticed this the first or second reading of Romans, but just as like a clearer understanding of the dynamics, the complex dynamics of the early church. Like oh, truly yeah, yeah. like putting my like feet in the sandals of a first century Jewish Christian Mm. and, you know, going like, so wait, like my family's rich culture and history and trying to Mm -hmm. like divorce culture from religion, from like going like, if we sacrificed animals and my grandpa and his grandpa, like if this is how we worshiped God, and now you're telling me that this man who died on a cross a decade ago he was the once and for all sacrifice. Like he was the final lamb of God. And so we don't give sacrifices in this. Mm. We don't offer sacrifices in the temple in the same way. Mm. And now you're telling me to offer my body as a living sacrifice or a sacrifice of praise. Like there's a cultural, like sort yes. of a whiplash for a first century Jewish Christian. Yeah. That is honestly, Ray, that's what so much of what stood out to me in this last week's reading. I know. So, yeah. Romans is 16 chapters long, yeah. and we are picking up here. Our last week actually covers most of mm-hmm. 12 yeah. through 16. So, so like a decent chunk of scripture. And the things that kind of rose to the top for me in this collection of passages or in these final four chapters, mm-hmm. four, 12, 13, 14, I know. 15, 16, it's a weird counting. Five. It's five. I know. Yeah. Counting. I love it. It's a weird counting. I saw you use your fingers and I support it. I did use my fingers. These last five chapters. So one of those is that theme of the gospel is greater than our differences. Yeah. And that is <laughs> a really like cute thing to say. Yeah. It's really profound. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the um, there's an extra in the study book. It's in this week of reading. It's on page 148. Actually, it starts on page 146. The, the Christian church in Rome. And it's kind of what you were just saying, Rachel, of like giving us a little bit of a snapshot of what it looked like yeah. to be part of a house church mm-hmm. in Rome in AD, what are we in, like 56 or something, 49, in the combination of people and types of people who are part of this congregation, yeah. so to speak, And right? even like ethnicities of people, like yes. you see like the Roman church, it's it's people from like 
at that time, four corners of the earth, you know, yes. like, I mean, there are different ethnicities represented. It's pretty great. Right. And so this wasn't just a matter of, you know, Paul uses the example of, of food, right? Of like, there are going to be some of you who have the conviction that you are not to eat meat and some of you who do mm-hmm. eat meat. That should not divide you. This should not Here, be a deal here's breaker. How, here's how you can navigate that. Yeah. And he gives like really practical instruction. Yeah. And you'll read that this week. But you think of that, okay, that is one tiny example. Yeah. But all of the things you just named, mm-hmm. different ethnicities, different socioeconomic classes. Even at that time, genders or different like... Different genders, yeah. different personal convictions, different interpretations of mm-hmm. the same gospel, mm-hmm. right? And that I was super convicted yeah. <laughs> by this reading because we, as the <laughs> church right now in America, can make it our full-time job. To do what Paul is telling us not to do. Yeah. To just point out, you know, different matters of conviction and interpretation and not just allow those to divide us, but actually actively promote division according to those differences. What is it? You put it, um, the gospel is bigger than our differences. Yes. And you were just like, this is such a simple concept, and yet. And yet. Living that out. Right. And I think, like, I don't remember who says it, but, like, it's that concept of, like, yeah, like, maybe your approach is I want to master Scripture, but, like, what if Scripture mastered you? Like, mm. like, what if, like, you could really, like, read that the gospel is bigger than our differences mm-hmm. and that would actually change something in mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, as we go into 12, like, y'all know from last week, if you listen to the episode with me and Jada, that really at the start of chapter 12 is where the book of Romans takes a shift. Yeah. So, like, I like to think of Romans 1 through 11 as, like, the how did we get here? And then 12 and on is, like, okay, now what? Like, what do we mm-hmm. do now that we're here? So, like, if 1 through That's 11 good. is... Well, here's why you're here, because Christ's blood. Here's why you're here, Gentile believers. Here's why you are here, mm-hmm. Jewish believers. And, like, here's how you can pray for each other. And and so, like, that, like, how did we get here? And now we take the shift. And it yeah. becomes, like, now it's a conversation of, like, Christian ethics. And, like, how do we love each other? And, like— Love is yeah. such a huge part yeah. of this section of Scripture. Exactly. And this list that we start off with— yeah. It's like the first thing that you all will read in today's reading. It starts in Romans 12, 9. And what a list. Let's go. Right? Like, yeah. what a list. Okay, I'm going to read some of this. Mm-hmm. Starting in verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. And just prepare your hearts. It's like one mic drop after mm-hmm. another. Let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. Mm-hmm. Do not lack diligence in zeal. Be fervent in the Spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Hmm. I mean, it keeps going. Do not avenge yourselves. This last verse 21, 
Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. Mm. What an economy of words. It truly. Right? Yes. I mean, like these like two word, just powerful statements. Yes. And I just like, what a list. And also, you know who embodied this list? Jesus. Yeah. It mm-hmm. like I read it and I'm like, the Lord is not asking us to do anything that Jesus <laughs> Did not show us yeah. or how to do or model for us. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's humbling. I, I like that we get to read from John 13, not in Monday's reading, but in Tuesday's reading this week. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. where Jesus says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, yeah. that you love one another. Yeah. And it just feels like, oh, like we've got some real scripture talking to itself yes, here. Yes, we do. Right? Yeah. And even in Monday's reading in Matthew 22, it has the passage where the Pharisees are asking Jesus, like, teacher, which command in law is the greatest? And this is where he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. So when I look at this passage in Romans Mm -hmm. of here's Christian ethics in short, right, Right. in summary, and I think, oh my, yeah, (laughs) that's a lot. Mm -hmm. But what it really is is an outworking of... This right here, what yeah. Jesus said, love the Lord your God mm-hmm. and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. The list that we have here, like I feel like it is, we sometimes like read the whole thing mm-hmm. and then we're like, okay. And then in summary, like we said, like, right. love your neighbor as yourself. But like, I think it helps me, like, I'm so grateful that we have an itemized list. Yeah. Can- I mean, it's not exhaustive, but like, here's some like, here's some basics by this day will know that you are my disciples. And mm-hmm. so like, as I was reading it, you know, like, uh, let love be without hypocrisy. Okay, what does that mean, Lord? Show right. me that. Detest evil. Show me what that means in yes, you. Yes, right? just park on each one. And, and it's like, not detest. Yes. Like, let's not start by detesting the evil in others. Let's start by detesting the evil in my own self. That is a word. Right? Like, show me what that yes. is, Lord. Like, help me to detest the evil that like that is in me. And then, like, just one after another. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, truly, y'all, as you read this, if you read this on today on Monday, slow it down. Like it's yeah. not a huge reading day this week and like pray it. Like show me this. Show me this. Uh-huh. Help me. I wonder what it would be like to take this passage and take it phrase by phrase just on no particular schedule but even over the course of a year and just like meditate yeah. on I mean it's a couple of words at a yep. time and just like what if I went through my mm-hmm. week this week and next, mm-hmm. thinking about, okay, Lord, what does it mean to be patient in affliction? Mm-hmm. What Just, does it look like to not lack diligence in zeal? Right. Like, I want to really think about that. I, I mean, that. I don't know. I haven't thought what, about what does, it. Because right? diligence and zeal feel almost like a, different. A different from each other. Yeah. But like diligence and zeal, like, what is that? That feels like faithfulness in like the pursuit of the Lord to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, Paul, bless him, he wastes no time Mm-mm. getting into a really uncomfortable specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of like when you get into yeah. chapter 13, you have all of this about like, okay, now what does that look like for you as a citizen mm-hmm. of Rome? Here's the Christian's duties to the state. Or your, yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, every leader is, um, there is one leader. And it is God. I'm going to be honest with you. It is hard to read some of these sentences. Yeah. You're like, Paul, um, maybe you didn't understand how it was going to get. Right. And But Paul lived in Rome in the it was first bad. century. It wasn't good. Nope. Yeah. It wasn't good. I mean, there are 
parts where I just, you know, the authorities are God's servants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but are they? Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> you know? if they don't know they are, and even That's if right. they don't choose to be, it's a, like God is in control. Yeah, it's it's hard. The ultimate authority yeah. is God, which yeah. is a comfort. Yeah. Also, it's something that does not feel apparent yeah. when you look at, you know, when you read the news of yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, I liked um, down in verse 7 where he, you know, he says, pay your obligations to everyone, mm-hmm. taxes to those you owe taxes, tolls to those you owe tolls, respect to those you owe respect, and honor to those you owe honor. Do not owe anyone anything. Like, it's a funny, like, you owe, you owe, you owe, don't owe anyone anything. And then he answers that mm. with, except to love one another. Mm. Like, that is your ultimate O. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is what we owe everyone. And love fulfills the law. He says it twice. Mm-hmm. Um and like you just pointed out a minute ago, mm-hmm. how, I want to say wrong, like how oddly that would have, have struck that, like, wait, what? Yeah. That fulfills the law? Yeah. Because yeah. I've read Leviticus. Yeah. And I have, thought all this other stuff, you know, right, in Exodus. Right. Yeah. And you have to know that like the non-believers in that area at that time were paying attention to the believers, yeah. to this like to this new Christianity. Mm-hmm. And they were paying attention to the Jewish believers, to the Gentile believers. And that's why, you know, that like ringing of what Jesus said is in their ear of like, by this, they will know that you are my disciples. Mm-hmm. Like, how will you look differently? And so in Romans 13, starting in verse 11, Paul is just saying, like, put on Christ. Like, mm-hmm. I want every one of us as diverse. I want us to be diverse. Yeah. And I want us to be the same. I want us to all look like Christ. And he we're says, a set. We're, we're a family. Set. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So verse 11 starts, besides this, since you know the time, it is already the hour for you to wake up from sleep because now our salvation is nearer than it was when we first believed. I love that. The night is nearly over and the day is near. So let us discard the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk with decency as in the daytime, Hmm. not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual impurity or promiscuity, not in quarreling or jealousy. That makes us like everyone else, right? Yes, it does. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. He's just going like, let's be different. It reminds me of consecration language from the Old Testament, being set apart. right, yeah. Yeah. Being set apart. Hey, y'all. Amanda here to tell you about Ned, one of our podcast sponsors. Now, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to shop for vitamins. When I go looking for vitamins, I'm looking at bottles with a bunch of ingredients on them that I do not understand. When what I really want is just something to help me have more energy. I want to have the energy to come to a job that I love, to parent my kids. I want to sleep well at night so that I can get up and do it all again the next day. Did you know that 75% of American adults are deficient in magnesium? And that magnesium is essential to hundreds of functions in the body that help me do all of those things I just mentioned. Ned's Mellow Magnesium is designed for exactly this. It can help improve sleep, reduce stress, increase energy, elevate mood, strengthen immunity, boost gut microbiome. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. And we don't even have to take their word for it. Ned shares all of its third-party lab reports right there on their website, along with over 5,000 five-star reviews. So if you want to join me, in letting Ned help you become the best version of your physical self. 
you can get 15% off Ned products with the code TRUTH. Go to helloned.com slash truth or enter the code TRUTH at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash truth to get 15% off. Hey, friends. Pressing pause on this great conversation for just a second to remind you of something that you might already know, but just being a good friend here and making sure you do. Now, you've probably heard Amanda or I or one of our guests talk about the study books that we have in our hands, and they are physical books that our team produces. They're gorgeous. They're fantastic. All of the scriptures, all in one place. And you may be thinking to yourself, would love that, not practical for my life, or would love that, but the plan's already started and feels like it would take too long for it to ship to me. So this is just me telling you that there is a really great backup option. She Reads Truth also offers digital study books and, for guys, legacy books. And that means that you are getting all the same content as in a printed book, but it's just digital. So if you are a minimalist, or if you don't want to wait for it to come in the mail, or if you consider yourself a digital nomad, or if you just want the chance to be able to increase the font size and kind of customize that a little bit, Honestly, digital study books might be perfect for you. So I want to encourage you to go browse the library, go check out the book that we're talking about right here in this episode, and find out for yourself how convenient and wonderful it can be to use a She Reads Truth digital study book. Head to shopsheareadstruth.com slash digital, and you'll find a great library of options right there. Okay, back to the show. Goodness, that is so good. The make no provision for the flesh reminded me of... There was something about the way that Alan was talking about like the the analogy of like or not it's not even an analogy, the reality <laughs> that we are no longer slaves to sin. Yeah. But we are slaves to righteousness and just kind of understanding like, okay, what does that mean? And one of the things that felt like a oh, you're right. <laughs> and aha moment for me was he was like, we do not owe sin. We no longer are in debt to sin. We don't owe sin anything. And so this, like, make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. I don't have to do that anymore because it's not in control of me. It does not own or I do not belong to my sin anymore. Mm -hmm. I belong to Christ. Mm. I belong to God. That's right. I am a child of God. That's right. And so it just, you know, how one kind of new piece of understanding can color just even the tiniest phrases. That's right. You know, when you're reading. Yeah. Even in um at the end of of, Tuesday's reading, Mm -hmm. I I was grateful to see Hebrews pulled in as well. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, I mean, like it should not astound me eleven years in how much scripture interprets scripture and talks to itself. But Hebrews 13, therefore through him, let us continually offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. Mm -hmm. Like now we're having that new type of sacrifice language. And then it says, that is the fruit of lips that confess his name. Don't neglect to do what is good and to share for God is pleased with such sacrifices. It's just interesting Mm -hmm. to like see the New Testament sacrifice language. It doesn't go away, it changes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I mean, truly, 14.1, welcome anyone who is weak in faith, but don't argue about disputed matters. Except <laughs> Paul just has this way of making it like, yeah, yeah, do it like this. Yeah. And then you think about what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Someone who is new in faith, not that any of us have it all figured out, but what it looks like to be patient with and charitable toward and encouraging and uplifting um, and edifying toward 
someone who is new to the faith and is most certainly going to have a bad take on mm-hmm. something. I mean, we're learning. We're all we all have bad takes. Yeah, that's Spoiler. right. Spoiler. There are things I understand now that I didn't understand two right. years ago, right? And like, there are so many times it's like, don't argue yeah. about these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead, use your mouth to build each other up. Like, that's the, like, it's interesting up. to me. Like, it's a whole chapter that y'all will read, I think, on Wednesday. But like, these like little like stopping off points of like, so then let us pursue what promotes peace and mm-hmm. what builds up one another. And then a little further down, whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. How about that? Yeah, and so it's not like a, hey, don't have personal convictions. No, no, Mm -hmm. do. Walk with the Spirit. Walk in step with the Spirit. And in submission to God and His Word. That's that's right. Do that and love one another. Right, right. And there's a point, I think it's back in the... the food talk where it's like for some, yeah, you know, obedience is going to look like this. For others, it's going to look like this. Eating and or so, not eating, for yeah. fasting right. or not fasting, like right. whatever it is. Yeah, right, right. The convictions are good, but they are not to be a source of division. Yeah, like the convictions about non-essentials. Yeah, this right? is what and Jada and I talked about this a little bit last week. That um. That phrasing of in essentials unity and mm-hmm. like those essentials, there are a few essentials, but like that Christ is God. That's right. And that he died and that that death was a sacrifice mm-hmm. for sins on our behalf and he raised from the dead and he like reigns in heaven. And like there are some essentials. The Trinity. The Trinity, right. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that are like, mm-hmm. and, and we're looking for unity there. And then there's non-essentials, those things that maybe like would like be one denomination to another. And in mm-hmm. those, liberty. Mm-hmm. And then that third one, in all things, charity. charity. Yeah. 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 To be unified is, and to uphold our brothers and sisters, to be in fellowship with them, and to seek to live out the gospel together in unity and in love mm-hmm. for God and for each other and for neighbor. Yeah. You know, that is always, always more important mm-hmm. than debating yeah. in, our differences of interpretation. And we see even in the first couple chapters that we've covered so far in this episode, like there is a like clear like be set apart Christian yeah. ethics. Like this is what it looks like to be a follower of Christ. And one of the biggest marks of so like do be like have your life look different mm-hmm. and submit to God's law. And one of the biggest marks of how they'll know you're a believer is if you just love. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's uh, vulnerability time with Amanda. I. Oh, it's my favorite time of the episode. <laughs> Every episode. We need like a special music mm-hmm. intro. Yeah. Um, as I read this this week, I am truly afraid, and the Lord and I are going to, you know, we're working on this, talking about this, that I am more concerned about being set apart in that I, not just that I am right about things, but that I appear Actually, I wonder that I'm I, I'm concerned that I'm more concerned about appearing right, yeah, than actually being. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's the culture of the moment where you got you you pick sides, you pick them fast, and you pick them loud. Mm-hmm. You know, and we want to be those who are set apart as being on the right side of all the debates mm-hmm. and. I I want to be set apart as 
holy and consecrated to the Lord, and I want to be known by my love. Yeah, yeah. What would it look like to pick them quiet? What would it look like to, like you're saying, yeah. versus pick them loud, but like if it's like, let this be between you and the Lord. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, don't misunderstand me. There mm-hmm. are times to speak up. There are times to, you know, I even was when in the like, you know, obey the authorities. I was having a conversation with myself in the margins about like, what about times for revolution, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like dissent. Mm-hmm. And and so I was thinking about it more like, well, Paul's not obviously addressing every, you know, caveat like he's giving us a general and this is this was my conversation like is paul giving us just a general rule kind of in the way of like hey you like the fence conversation mm-hmm. like these um you are going to have liberty and flourishing within the boundaries of the fence mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. like generally speaking you don't need to go outside of the fence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it just feels like paul is saying like guys same team yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. same team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are lots of little causes that you're going to have convictions about mm-hmm. and you are going to have callings in, and that is good and mm-hmm. right. But there is one yeah. up here. I've got my hand up in the air. There mm-hmm. is one up here, mm-hmm. top shelf, Yeah, that all the other ones fall under, mm-hmm. and that is the allegiance to God and the gospel to Jesus. And as those who do not believe look on, mm-hmm. will they see us behaving like we're on the same team? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what Paul's calling that's right. the early church to and right. through the power of the Holy Spirit and the living active word of God that is right. what he's calling us in 2023 to right. if the non-believers are looking on uh-huh. will it appear as that we're on the same team. People historically in And is it a team that they want to be a part of? Are we right. are we a team that is uh, appealing <laughs> to participate in? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then for the Roman house churches, this is a collection of people who historically were very much not on the same team in many respects. Yeah. And so I would venture to say maybe much, much harder for them to live this out than it is for us. Last Um, two chapters of this book. Book, letter. 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 It's just such a well-structured letter. Mm -hmm. It brings me Mm -hmm. uh, literary joy. Mm -hmm. I read um, this week's reading out loud this morning in my living room, and my husband happened to be in the living room, and so, but he, you know, kind of like sat up and listened. Leaned in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I got to, I think it must have been chapter 16, or no, um, right, right there at the end of fifteen, and I was like, "Oh boy, there's a lot of a lot of things to pronounce here that are not common to my current language." <laughs> but it's just, I mean, like you said, the structure of this letter. Like he he gives his travel plans, mm-hmm. he gives his like, "Please send my regards," and then mm-hmm. you even get a part in sort of like the end of sixteen, where like the guy who's actually writing the letter for Paul, yes, he says, "I." Churches who wrote this letter greet you in the Lord. Like he gets a little like Elsa me. Hi, this Hi, was, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I love the reminder there in 15. You know, he's drawing the letter to a close mm-hmm. and we get multiple mentionings of Jesus. Yeah. And it just feels like a like, okay, okay. Yeah. We're, that's good. Let's make sure this is where our eyes are as he says goodbye, right? He's preparing to. Yeah. Say his goodbyes. I mean, on page 143 of the study book, like, if you let your eyes get lazy enough to kind of, like, word search, I mean, Mm -hmm. the word Christ just appears all over this page. Right, right. For even Christ did not please himself. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, on the contrary, 
Let's read it. This is uh, chapter 15. I'll do one through six just so that I think it's helpful. Like as y'all, if you're driving or something to be like, I will read it later, but I want to know what y'all are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. So that's the thing, you guys, you have to promise that you're going to read it for yourselves later. Okay. Okay. Starting in verse one. Now, we who are strong have an obligation to bear the weakness of those without strength and not to please ourselves. Each one of us is to please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself. On the contrary, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction so that we may have, and I love that like he's going to get down in this chapter and be like, for it was written, for it was written. Like he just like, he goes deep in the Old Testament, which I love. So for whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction so that we may have hope through endurance and through the encouragement from the scriptures. I love that. Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another according to Christ Jesus so that you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord. Jesus Christ with one mind and one voice. Hmm, so good. There's a lot of hope in this passage as well. This verse 13, Paul says, now may the God of hope mm-hmm. fill you with all joy and peace mm. as you believe so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's right. When you all have your study books in front of you, get a pen and kind of like draw that out. Yeah. Like, so you hear you've got the God of hope fills us, right? So mm-hmm. I had like a little arrow to to me, mm-hmm. fills us with all joy and peace as we, like arrow back to God, mm-hmm. like as we believe yeah. in Him and mm-hmm. in the gospel. And then there's an arrow that comes out of us, right? That So that you may overflow with hope. Mm. And where does that overflow go? It goes... Around us, yeah, Mm -hmm. to those around us, overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. who is in us. Mm -hmm. And so it's like by might or by power, but by the Spirit, right? It's like this little gospel ecosystem, Mm -hmm. the Trinity, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I love that, it's really beautiful. Mm, This is a good reading day. I like Thursday, it is, it is a little Old Testament. And I also got the feeling that Paul was like. His posture here was actually demonstrating what he was teaching and what he was telling them. Because here at the end, in verse 14, right after the verse that I just read, my brothers and sisters, I myself am convinced about you that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to instruct one another. He's believing the best of them, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't know them. Paul does not know most of the people who are listening to this letter yeah. being read aloud mm-hmm. by our, his friend Phoebe. It's Christ in, Christ in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do appreciate of Romans 15, his like high view and pointing to scripture because we know Paul grew up, he was the good Jewish boy who like knew right. all the, the Old Testament, but he's now going like, wait a minute, all these things that I read. And then he starts quoting the Old Testament repeatedly yes. about, wait a second, the Old Testament talked a lot about the Gentiles. Yes. And he's just going like, sweet, so the Gentiles may glorify God uh-huh. for his mercy. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Like it, over and over. And he's just like reciting this to, right. to his the audience, right, to the Gentiles and just going, actually, like y'all have been a part of the plan all yeah. along. Yeah. And then it goes from this like collective you, right, that mm-hmm. He's been using this whole, this whole letter mm-hmm. to chapter 16, which 
feels like like when you're reading, you're going to feel like chapter 15 is the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Which is maybe even, why I thought there was only 15 chapters. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, it even ends with the last words of chapter 15 are, may the God of peace be with all of you. Amen. Amen. It feels like the yeah. end of the letter. Yeah. But then there's this beautiful like postscript. Like if you didn't already feel like you were reading Paul's mail, now you're going to. Right. Because yeah. it goes from this collective you to he goes through. And I, I circled and counted, and I did it quickly, so I may have miscounted. But in chapter 16, I counted 36 people. Wow. Specific humans yeah. that he is calling Mentioned out. By and, name. Then, and then he also is mentioning like others along with them. Yeah. And just what a beautiful representation that is of what he has been saying. Yeah. Of like you all, like you are, you know, same team mm-hmm. and you're a team made of individual yeah. humans. Yeah. I want you to see them. I want you to lift them up, yeah. to build them up, to love them. Mm-hmm. To be patient with them. And and even and to, like a, this doesn't all depend on me. That's right. Like here is like, I, I talked to you just a bit ago in chapter 11 about one body, many parts. That's right. Here they are. Right. Yeah. 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 It's really beautiful to me. I mean, and there are a lot of women named, yeah. um, which, you know, unusual. There's a lot of unusual stuff happening mm-hmm. <laughs> in the early church, mm-hmm. things that would have like caught people's attention that would have caught people's attention mm-hmm. like if you're the first audience this is this is strange and kind of wonderful yeah. okay so amanda here's my hot take i know that like chapter 16 has a lot of benedictions because we also have like the additional like yes but and even like romans itself concludes in this really beautiful way but i still can't get over the hymn of praise that paul writes in chapter 11 which was from last week but i kind of like i'm compelled even like based on our conversation at the start of this episode i'm compelled to read this as our benediction for this series because it really does summarize sort of that big picture of romans where we're Mm -hmm. going like if you went into reading Romans with a big view of God, mm-hmm. how much bigger is it? Yeah. Right. And even this conversation, you know, I find myself trying to articulate things that I feel like I'm learning and they're so fresh that I don't even know how to or articulate them. Even still life them. processing. Right. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And that is the word is living and active. Yeah. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is ever present mm-hmm. as we read. Yeah. And he instructs our hearts and he reveals himself. Yeah. And that is beautiful mm-hmm. yeah. and and exciting and also vulnerable. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, friends, I am going to read this benediction over you wherever you are, and we'll close after that. But before I read the benediction, the housekeeping items, so that I don't have to end with housekeeping items, would be, you guys know this is the end of the Roman series. It is. Um, but we are women in the Word of God every day which means when we close one book, we open another. And so as this five-week series comes to an end, we are opening on Monday next week a book called Psalms for Prayer. I love our Psalms books. This is a sweet, sweet study. I've so been looking forward to it. The Psalms are so tender. I know. And so relevant. Yeah. Emotionally speaking. And to just have a book of Psalms for prayer, like what a resource. Like I think like the actual journey of going through this as a community is going to be really, really special. But then also to just like, that's one to have on the shelf. Like that is one to have maybe even on the nightstand or the coffee table. 
Y'all know how to get that book, shopshewersuit.com, if you want to pick up a copy of a study book, but also the increasingly popular digital study books. Yes. Um, So you can also pick them up, download them, and have them almost instantly. And so that's easy, especially as you're getting closer to next week yeah, for shipping yeah. purposes. Okay. So that was the other, I think I don't have any other housekeeping items except to say thank you, Amanda, Yeah, for oh. being such a fun oh, co-host. Well. Yeah. Yes. It's good to be together again. All right. Let's go to a hymn of praise. Close your eyes if it's safe to do so. Hear this and um, let your spirit pray it along with us. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and untraceable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? And who has ever given to God that he should be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Okay, friends. Come back next week. We'll be right here. And we count it a privilege to be women in the Word of God with you. And until next week, Rachel Myers, Mm. what do we tell our friends? Keep opening your Bibles.